Okay, I'm just gonna start recording. Wait, 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 we haven't just, what, is, what are we gonna do about We're gonna call it beating or <laughs> meeting. Really beating off? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, that's so ridiculous. Yeah. This is so ridiculous. No, no one is stupid enough to be like, oh, they didn't say they so they beat it. <laughs> okay, well, it's Yeeted. just- Yeeted. It's a nice- Yeeted, yeeted is funnier. It's a nice formality. Welcome back to episode three of 61 Spices, Cumin. We'll be talking about sophomore spring, which is the semester where we really grew into the people that we became senior year. This is because we joined two very important organizations, Theta Tau for Elise and Codebase for Parth. We didn't see each other as much, but two things, spring break and 61C, kept us together and stronger than ever. Hell yeah. And we named this podcast Cumin because friends come into our lives. <laughs> do you want to do the update? Yeah. Um, so we know it's been a while for a lot of our listeners, but we want to give a special shout out to our star listener, Sean Kalal. Thank you so much about bugging us about getting this done. We know about all our fans really wanting to hear from us, but things came up and really I dropped the ball on editing, but we have some really exciting stuff coming for you. But now let's go ahead and on to the content. So this is about sophomore spring. And this was kind of, I would say, the turning point of college for both me and Elise. And one of the most important things that both of us did was join organizations. So what was the process of joining a new organization for you? So Theta Tau is a professional engineering fraternity and Parth came with me to the first rush event because I didn't know anyone and I was really, really scared. What's also funny is we both left this semester and some members saw us. Parth dipped pretty quickly because... Um, well, there, I, I, I don't know if we want to put this on the plot. I don't know. It, it felt like a really intimidating environment. Um, there was just a lot of people who didn't look like me. It was just too much. And I think I was, wasn't ready to really put myself out there just yet. But I stuck through even though I was really awkward and not funny. And people like Devin thought I would never stick through with rushing. But I did. Um, I tried really hard by writing like a stupid essay for my application about some K-pop fan fiction I wrote in high school that I accidentally sent to my dean of academics. And then I started the initiation process. But Parth, Seeing as how I referred you to Codebase and then you eventually got in, what was the process of joining and interviewing like? Um, it was really interesting. So, I mean, I talked about this in previous podcasts, but I don't think I really had much confidence in myself with like coding things related. So I didn't really expect to like get in or anything. I remember like my interview, um, someone interviewed me about like React.js and I, I was lying. I lied on my resume about knowing React.js. Um, and they Classic. clearly caught me in the line. <laughs> and I was like, well, there's no way I'm getting into this organization. But apparently my personality was interesting enough and it ended up growing into a really cool organization. I was happy to be part of it. This was like the rise of like elite CS clubs at Berkeley. And it was interesting to be like a part of that and join early on and see how CS clubs kind of matured over time. Yeah. There were some pretty good CS clubs in Berkeley yeah. already, but I feel like this was when Codebase yeah. specifically was rising. Yeah. Now that you got into Codebase, mm. what was the process of getting integrated like? So like mm. your first retreat? Yeah. So I'm a pretty strong and huge personality kind of person, but I always try to make sure like I'm normal when I meet people for the first time. 
Um, so like I remember at the first retreat, I made sure not to get too drunk. Uh, I was like make I was like counting my shots. I was like I was like I don't want to be the person that's like wild. Like I just want to be this normal guy. Um, so I think I was just I was like I want to make sure people people don't hate me. I think that was like the goal coming into this organization uh, because it was like very clear like I it's still like even though I got in I was like did I really deserve to get in because like you we will look at the other people that got into Codebase that semester was like geniuses <laughs> um, like they were like literal CS geniuses and um, that wasn't me so I wanted to make sure it was like okay I just I don't want to like piss anyone off um, so I just wanted to be normal and it, it was good I think I did a good job of that. Uh, but how about you? How was like TT is very different than your previous like friend group. So <laughs> yeah. what was getting integrated into TT and like that whole pledging process like? It was easy for me to feel like I was ready to throw everything into pledging because I had already declared and I'd found an internship. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Everything in my life is going to go into this. But funnily enough, I feel like I didn't really get close to my friends until like two months in and then we were soon spending like lots of nights in unit two cunningham shout out to cunningham together and now there's some of my favorite people in the world shout out to lynn in particular who is a fan of our podcast Ooh, go lynn thank you so much for listening <laughs> but yeah what was finding your new friend group like it was really cool. It was so interesting because this was like the first time like I had to actively seek out friendships. It wasn't just like random floor mates. I really like put myself out there. I would like just host like Frisbee on the Glade. I'd like go to dinners with random people. Um, it was cool. Like that was like the first time I actually felt like I put myself out there to find friends. Actually in my life, I would say. Um, I actually really enjoyed that. I think getting that confidence and seeing people respond to my friendship made me want to start putting myself out there more in other new experiences in life. I want to kind of move on to Elise said she like found a job uh, at this point in college. I was really struggling. I mean, think that everyone talks about like finding their first internship is really, really hard. For me, it was very, very, very hard. Um, I was just not getting opportunities. Once Elise got into Adobe, she also referred to me um, as well as Devin. And we also have, we have a guest on this podcast, Devin Shaw. You want to come and introduce yourself? Howdy, everyone. I'm Devin. <laughs> At this point in college, the three of us were friends. Um, I wasn't that close with Devin yet, but Elise was kind of the link between the two of us. For part, the interview was actually kind of hard. Like, they asked him data science questions, things like that. For Devin, it was literally, like, a behavioral interview. Yeah, they didn't even ask me anything. They just, like, oh, how's your day? And then they explained the role, and they're like, sounds good. Yeah. Are you kidding? I didn't know that. <laughs> Are oh, you really? kidding me? They didn't really ask me anything. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Are you actually kidding me? <laughs> they just loved me, I guess. And you had your interview after me. Yeah. So they, the, that means they had to the hate me. The bar was me. quite low, I suppose. <laughs> they had to hate me enough. I don't think they hated you. I think maybe maybe they really needed to fill that position, so they just gave it to them. Then why did they give it to me? All of this information is important for a party spring semester. Gary, if you're listening out there, the rat house party. I'd like to explain this part of the story. <laughs> okay. Think about how I'm feeling. Like Elise has a great job. Devin has a great job. <laughs> My friend Zach has a great job at this point. And then we all go to Gary's party. I'm jobless. Which, you know, I didn't really feel that insecure about. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Yet. So anyway, so Gary's hosting this party. I drag Elise out. I'm like, Elise, you have to come. Um, and then we like, she, I think she like reluctantly came. Um, and then we're like drinking and then Elise wasn't drinking at all. I was like, Elise, why are you being such a little bitch? Take shot. <laughs> to which Elise responded. 
okay, Partha's badgering me the whole night about not drinking enough. And I didn't come reluctantly. I came with my friends and I had a great time. Oh, you had a great time. I bet you did. I didn't start having a good time when you kept telling me to drink. So then what I ended up saying was something like, Okay. Just because I have a job and you don't doesn't mean you can treat me like this. Literally everyone in the room heard and then they all went, ooh. Yeah. And imagine me, everyone staring at me, jobless. Um, and then at that point, I was just a bit, was a bit sad the rest of that <laughs> night. I got really drunk. I called Elise like multiple times. Yeah, um, I, I really regret it. And I wrote down, Parth's limit is 12 shots. Of <laughs> <laughs> all this sounds like a, like a tense moment in our friendship, we were really able to maintain our friendship. Um, and one of the core parts of that was spring break. It was a very quote unquote random trip where we went to Portland and Seattle. We went with Mimi and Zach. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in the very beginning, Zach and Parth were roommates. Me and Mimi were roommates. And these were like the established duos. But I feel like at the end of the trip, Mimi and Zach were probably very annoyed because they had to plan everything. <laughs> and Parth and I were just digging around the whole time. Um, but it was really fun. We drove all the way to Seattle, which was really nice. Um, I had to call a hotel begging to stay because I booked it, not realizing that we had to be over 21. I just explained to the lady, like, we're just a bunch of computer science students. And she was like, make sure you don't party. But the food was really good. I really enjoyed, like, the cult pop culture museum in Seattle. But Parth probably likes the pink door the yeah. most. Yeah, that was yeah. this really good Italian restaurant we went to in Seattle. I don't really like museums. I like to like touch things or interact with things. Like eating. Eating is an interactive event. Touching is an interactive event. Like playing. So yeah, museums aren't my thing, but I really like the food and it was really cool to get close to everyone. On the way back, we had Olive Garden, which was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we drove from Seattle to Berkeley in one day. Which was crazy because we, we just didn't want to stay overnight. Yeah. We just wanted to be home. We talk about like joining a lot of bunch of new organizations, like our friendships. Uh, but a core part of college apparently is the classes. I kind of want to reintroduce Devin. All three of us took this class called 61C. It is like the last lower div we had to take. But it was a tough time for two of the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> two of us being me and Elise and the third who had an easier time was Devin. But that being said, I think this is the first time, first semester I really got to know Devin. So I want to ask Devin directly, what was your first impression of me in 61C? Um. For like the first week, I thought Parth was like really smart and like intimidating, but then that quickly changed <laughs> throughout the semester. I also realized that he ate a lot, and when he ate, he ate very loudly. <laughs> loudly? I'm a loud eater? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a loud eater. Extremely. Trainer. Really? <laughs> Parth has this thing where we need to be at the same level. So even though he started out 61C being the superstar who helped both me and Devin, as soon as I started slipping and not going to lecture and stuff, he didn't either. <laughs> But how did we pass this class? We're gonna use a term and we're gonna call that yeeting or beating. We won't <laughs> say the real word. So Devin would like do a project. I would yeet off Devin. Um, and then Elise didn't even have the time to write her own code sometimes. So I would have to sit with Elise <laughs> and I would have to yeet off my own code for her. I would like to say that I'm not proud of this. I do feel like this is a very common yeah. thing. I'm not trying to shame you. It's because I feel like we've more than made no, up no, no. for it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This was a semester where 
everything I was doing was about meeting new friends and trying out this new organization. And I just really didn't want to focus on school, but I didn't want to fail my classes. Yeah. In retrospect, if I had failed my classes and if we had done well in 61C, 162 would have been so much easier and mm. we wouldn't have had to dick over our fourth partner, Kelvin. Thank you so much, Kelvin. <laughs> there was one project in particular where there was a lot of yeeting. So two days before this thing is due, Elise and I haven't started. <laughs> And it was like five to 6% of our grade. And we were like, what if we just don't do it? What if we just lose 6% of our grade? And we were both okay with that. And we were about to leave for spring break. And we're like, we don't want to think about school on spring break. But then a snowstorm happened in like the Northern California mountains. So we couldn't, we had to delay our spring break trip by like a day or two. So we're like, oh, we have this extra day. What if we try on this project? And we're like, you know what, let's do it. Devin was around, we could just yeet off him. Devin had a flight to Southern California later that afternoon, and he was with us in the morning, so we didn't have that much time. There was some magic. I'm like praying to the gods to delay Devin's flight, and Devin's flight gets delayed. <laughs> we're cutting close to his flight, right? We drove Devin to the airport, and yeah. on the ride to the airport, I was just yeeting off of Devin's code. <laughs> up until he literally stepped out of the door at Oakland Airport and then we were able to pass that project. It's it's quite incredible, probably one of the happiest days of my life. Well, that was like a very joyous and funny <laughs> experience. There was a bit of a disaster towards the end of the semester where I was a total bitch and I yelled at Parth and Devin in front of the fountain in front of GBC. Let's explain the story from the start. I think Devin should explain the story. Okay. Okay. Every week in 61C you have labs. You have to get them checked off by a TA. So we each had the last lab to do and Elise said she would join a little later. So Parth and I were working on it and we finished it. So we decided we'll just get it checked off and then help Elise out after. So we get it checked off, we pass. All's good. And we said, okay, Elise, we can meet you right outside of GBC. It's a nice day. We can enjoy some sun. Um, and so we're, you know, we're waiting there. And then, this is a little tangent, but while we're there, uh, a little congregation comes and baptizes uh, a child in the fountain. No, a man. It was an adult man. Oh, it was an adult man. Being baptized. In the fountain. So, you know, that happened. Um, and then Elise comes and she's pissed. Um, she's like, why didn't you wait for me? And it's like, oh, we just wanted to finish it up so now we know we have the right answers. Isn't that even better, Elise? <laughs> and she says, no. <laughs> and she gets really mad and she decides to not do the lab. And she decides just to go and not get our help at all. And so Parth and I are a little, you know, befuddled. They're like, what's, what's going on with this girl? And so we go back to Parth's place and I was like, let me really mess with her, right? <laughs> I say something that really sets her off. Um, what was it? I don't even remember, but it was it was just something that was designed to make <laughs> me like passive aggressive aggressive, you know? And she blew up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time we saw each other in person, we also had a bit of a yell fest. And Lai was also there to experience <laughs> Oh, that. I wasn't there for this one. No, no. because Karth and I quickly made up. I treated him to lunch. Yeah. What I ended up doing with Devin was just grabbing a handful of Haichu and just giving it to him. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up being fine. I got a C in the class that semester and a C minus in my other class, which you didn't even touch on at all. And as a result of that, um, Elise <laughs> and I ended up having the same GPA to the thousandth decimal point. <laughs>
<laughs> and that semester, Devin and I also, we had took finals from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. So this semester was honestly just so, so rough, but I do feel like it's really a big turning point in college from both of us. Mm. So I want to ask you, what lessons did you learn this semester? I think this is the semester I really stopped caring about school and caring more about like the experiences of college in general, and I'm really glad I did. You just need to enjoy the things you do, and then the things you don't enjoy, just don't do them. I didn't enjoy 61C, so I just didn't do it. But I really enjoyed like in Codebase, like meeting new friends. I ended up getting um, an internship that summer at Code Academy, which kind of like launched my education career, which is pretty cool. Once I realized just like have fun with the things I do, I was like no longer like depresso and I was like really, really happy. And I was, that's why it's like, really take advantage of the people that come into your lives. <laughs> and at least how about you? For me, I think I learned that your friends are the most important part of college, perhaps equally as important as getting to a place in life where you can support yourself. What I really wanted this semester was a family, which is a cheesy way of saying a tight group of close friends, but I definitely found it, and I think these will genuinely be lifelong friends. So it felt really, really good. Um, cherish your friends. Keep them close. And thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Yeah, and thanks, Devin, for being a guest star. How was it? How was it? Yeah, how was this? It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm signed up for multiple of these things. <laughs> well, yeah. once again, we just want to thank you all so much for being active listeners to this podcast. We know like how much this podcast means to you, but more importantly, <laughs> how much you mean to us. So once again, thank you all, and have a good night. Bye. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Okay.